We are here, we make change to your life in every way We expand on your mind, so you're never the same The Upgraders The Upgraders Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott and welcome to The Upgraders Show We believe your life deserves an upgrade Let's live our best lives now Hey guys, what's up? Dexter here, one half of The Upgraders Listen, I have an amazing guest that's with me tonight. You see him, but I'm going to introduce you to him in just a moment. Now, look, I'm not going to waste a lot of time. You guys already know who I am. This gentleman is going to bring it. Now, of course, you know, we always like to give a part of the bio and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I just, I went into his bio and I pulled out a few things just to make some mentions, right? Then we're going to have him say a few things about that. Then we're going to kick this thing right off because a lot of people, are terrified of sales. And we're gonna hear from this sales confidence expert. Guys, this is Mr. Brian McNeil. Now check this out. I was like, okay, Brian, 29 years of sales. Now that is amazing, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been in my, you know, been in my deal for like 10 years, 11 years. This guy has 29 years of sales. That's amazing. Now he's the author of the bestseller, The Shortcut. And I'm like, okay. I rewrote it and said, selling your service is faster. That's basically it. He has a bestseller where you will learn how to sell your services faster. That's an amazing in itself. And, you know, I can't bring him up without saying something about his amazing wife, Lisa. They have a show called The Empowerment Duo, right? So I want to get him to talk about that. Brian, you're here, man. Listen, people see you. The folks hear you on the podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Brian McNeil. Brian. Thank you so much for being on the Upgraders podcast. Brother Dexter, um, thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm here for a particular reason, two reasons. One, one is uh, I'm a big, big fan and a big, big supporter of what you and Tanya do. Um, I love the Upgraders. I love the fact that you guys want to upgrade people in all areas of their lives. Yes. And I just love that so much. And you're right. I do have an amazing wife and I am half of the empowerment duo. You know, that's what we do. We have a, a purpose. We do have a, we have a podcast, a daily podcast, Monday through Friday, yeah. since October of 2016. Wow. Personal conversations, business information, and spiritual inspiration. Yeah, that's what we do. And our expressed <laughs> ministry is economic independence through entrepreneurship. That's what we're about. Oh, man, I love it. Look, man, I'm telling you, when I, I see you guys, and it's amazing, you're not you're not far from us. Three hours, maybe. Right, you're so, Raleigh, Tanya. We're gonna, hey, my wife Tanya and I. We're gonna make that that lunch or that dinner happen soon. But I'm excited to have you here. So, guys, I'm not. I'm gonna stop talking here. Here's the deal: Why are so many people afraid to sell? What in the world is happening? We are all salespeople, but I had to get a sales confidence coach up here to talk to us about this thing because it's. You know what? We're going through a pandemic, right? We're on the way out of a pandemic. This is a pandemic for your business. If you're a salesperson and you don't like to sell, I mean, we got to figure this thing out. And Brian, before I, before I bring you up, man, and just turn you loose, Tanya and I, we were in Connecticut last month. Her 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 grandmother turned 100. Now, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, man. And look, you, we talk about being afraid to approach strangers. So Tanya and I had went to dinner and we were walking down the street and we passed this ice cream shop that lit, literally made it with liquid nitrogen. The line was around the building and I saw this guy, he was sitting down on a bench 
I mean, man, he was just going at it. And I'm like, whoa. And I said, hey, man, did you say something for me? And he said, absolutely. He said, it's amazing. You guys got to try it. You got to try it. He gave me an endorsement of that ice cream shop. <laughs> I bet you got you, so. Yeah, we don't know each other. And we went and bought some. <laughs> That's right. Did he not sell me, right? He, did, he sold me on it. He sold us on it. But it was amazing. So look, it's time to crack this code. Brian, man, tell us. Go, go into detail. Give it to us. Why are so many people afraid to sell? All right, here was the thing, okay? Um, Dexter came to me with this idea a few weeks ago, and um, he says, Brian, let's talk about why are people afraid to sell? And it was within everything within me not to correct him right then um, and not to change the title around. I'm going to tell you why. First off, have you, anyone that watches this, think about this for just a moment. Has anyone ever bought anything from you that you were offering? Have they ever bought any product or services that you're offering? And after they gave you the money for it, you thought for yourself, man, I did not like the fact that they gave me money for what I was offering. No, you never thought that. If anyone ever gave you money for something that you offered, you say, I'm offering this for $10. They gave you the $10. You gave them the thing. And then when you got the money, did you ever think I didn't like the fact that they paid me for what I was offering? Of course not. You enjoyed that, actually. So it's really a misnomer. You actually like selling. You actually love selling. What you don't like is the potential for rejection. What you don't like wow. is not knowing what to say first, second, and third. And what you don't like is the insecurity of how they're going to think of you, how they're going to think of you if you offer it to them. Now, this whole concept, and he's right, um, people today uh, don't. If I go to a room with 100 people, I say, how many people here don't like to sell? I'll get most of the hands raised. Mm -hmm. And then I'll explain to them, did you really not like to sell? And then I just talk them a little bit about what I just said to you guys just tonight. But here's the thing. At, at one point in this country, and here's another thing I'll say to, in the audience, Derek. I want, I'm Dexter, I want to say this to you. I say, are there any single ladies here? And there'll be a, a smattering of hands. Okay, great. I got this man I want to introduce you to. And he's a salesman type. Now, what image comes to mind? Okay, most of the image is negative. Mm -hmm. Fast talker, pushy, used car salesman. Really? Now, the reason why people think that is because at one point in this country, that's how sales were made. At one point in this country, for most of the country, the salesperson had the advantage over the consumer. They knew what the products really did. They knew what the real costs were. And the consumer had to hope that they got an honest salesperson. Mm -hmm. Well, that changed in the mid-90s and into the 2000s, into today. You don't have to hope anybody offering you anything is honest. You can Google them right in their face. Yeah. You can find out exactly what's going on. Today, salesperson can't get away with being unscrupulous, can't get away with hiding any parts of it wow. because it's all open now and we all have access to the information. So today's salesperson has to be the most honest person in the room in order to make it. But let's talk about why this happens now. This whole idea of not wanting to come across as salesy as if that's a bad thing. What has created is a whole generation, brother, of what I would call wimpy entrepreneurs. Whoa. They won't even ask for business at all. They wow. won't ask for business at all. What they'll do is they'll say, look, I do this, this, and this, or I have this, this, and this. And then they will hope that the person that heard that will be so impressed 
and say, hey, can I get it? Mm -hmm. And then they'll say, sure, you can get it from me. They're hoping that the clients will close themselves. Okay. Wow. And that's what's called low probability selling. Yeah. Now here's the, let me conquer this thing for you guys. So you don't have this problem anymore. Most of the time when you're afraid of how you're going to come across is because you're thinking of yourself. Wow. You're thinking about how you're going to look. Yeah. That's now ego. when you, go ahead. Did you need to say something? No, no, I said that's that ego. That ego is key. Yeah. You're thinking about how you're going to come across. Yeah. That's good. Now, do you offer something to someone that would benefit them? Are you offering what you offer to people or for people? Now think about that. Are you offering it to them or for them? A lot of people say knee jerk, I'm doing it for them. Are you sure? You see, because if you're doing it for them, don't you owe it to them to motivate them to take this action? Okay. Now you do, if you're doing it for them, there's this concept called the sin of the desert. The sin of the desert. See, the sin of the desert is when you know where the water is, but you won't tell anyone else. Or if you know where the solution is, but you're keeping it to yourself. The sin of the desert, if you know how to help someone and you don't motivate them to take an action, you're keeping it to yourself, which is the height of selfishness. You're being selfish with your water. You're being selfish with your solutions. You're keeping them to yourself because you're concerned about how you're going to come across. And I'm a believer. Did you need to say something? No, no, okay. no, no. Man, I'm taking notes. This is amazing. Sure. I'm a believer, first, second, and third. And I know in the word of God in Proverbs 11 and 26, it says, the people curse the ones that withhold the grain. Hmm. Blessings upon the ones that will sell it. So your grain is your intellectual property. Your grain are the solutions that you have to offer. And if you won't sell it, wow. curses upon you. You're keeping it to yourself. If they, if they want corn and you have corn, but you're not willing to sell it, then curses upon you. If they want an answer to a question and you won't sell it to them, curses upon you. But if you will sell it, the word of God says, blessings upon you. If you will sell it, you're supposed to sell your water. You're supposed to sell your solutions in exchange of something of value. In other words, money. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> now, if you know they're better off and today selling is not transactional as it used to be today, I see selling as an act of motivation. You are motivating people to take an act that is in their best interests. Wow. That's what you're doing. Your yeah. motive, and think about this too. If they get, if they give you the money in exchange for what you offer, who benefits more? Mm. Who benefits more? If you teach them something, if you show them something, if you bless them in some kind of a way, they'll get to receive the benefit of that thing now, and probably next week as well, and next month, and next year, and the year after that. You're going to get some money in exchange for that, but you're going to spend your money fast. Right. But, but they'll get to keep the benefits of what you imparted long time thereafter, sometimes even for the rest of their lives. So who benefits more when you sell your good idea, when you sell your good service, when you sell your good product? They benefit more. Yeah. Now the converse is also true. Who loses more when you don't? You will lose whatever money that is, but they'll lose the solutions that you would have offered to them. Right, so you know, Very Ron, much. let me ask you this. Can you repeat what that scripture was. I know a lot of people are like, sure. it's, it's, like it's, uh, I'll go back it's to amazing. it because it's still there. It's yeah. Proverbs 11 yeah. and 26. All right, guys, you got it. 11 okay. and 26. Yeah. It's right there. That's good, man. Now, 
think about this now. You're most of the time when you're afraid to approach someone is because you're concerned with how you're going to look, how you're going to come across. They might not like me if I sell it to them. Now let's talk about the word sell first, because I have some oh, so much I want to cover. The word sell, the origination of the word, has two originations. One of them is Greek, and one of them is Old English. Now the Greek origination of the word comes from two words: sell and ye, S-E-L and Y-E, which literally means to help. To help. Now the Old English comes from a word called salon, which means willing to give up. Now, if you're willing to help people and if you're willing to give up the solutions, that's what selling actually is. Okay, you need to and actually, and if you have a challenge with saying the word sell or the concept, replace it with the word help and it fits beautifully every time. I sold the Jones, I sold the Thompsons, I sell more than anyone else. I help the Joneses, I help the Thompsons, I help more than anyone else. And it fits beautifully because it's supposed to. That's what selling is. You are helping people to get the good services and solutions that they're wanting. Amen. Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. Now, it, it, now that's that that has just loaded. I hope you guys are really listening because we've been doing <laughs> this thing for a few minutes, but it's so loaded, and you're showing us how selling is an act, literally an act of what we're doing to give to others, and we yeah. have to do that. Amazing, man. And they don't have to accept it. Yeah. They never have to accept your offer, but you don't get to keep not making the offer. Okay, right. you have to offer it to them. I believe that God is uniquely gifted, qualified, and prepared me to teach men and women how to sell themselves and their services better than ever before so they can earn more money than ever before. That's what I'm here to do. And that's what I want to bless you with. Yeah. Now, I'm going to teach you something that's going to help all of your guys to make more money. First off, <clears throat> I get this happen to me so often, Derek. It's, it's almost a proverb. Now, look, I mean, Dexter, it's almost a proverb. Got, look, you guys need to know. It's Dexter. Brian talks to a lot of people, so I don't mind. I'm getting the information, man. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I talk to a lot of people every day. Yeah. But anyway, um, <clears throat> Brian, I'm having problems closing sales. I don't know how to close. Teach me how to close sales, Brian. I said, okay. Now, when I was younger in the game, not even that long ago, Dexter, Someone say, Brian, teach me how to close. I would, oh, sure. I would teach him the four chances you get to overcome an objection. And I would teach him a five-step process of overcoming any objection. I would teach him the difference in an objection and a condition. And I would feel very happy with my work. And they would feel happy too. But I've learned to ask a better question. Brian, I'm having difficulties closing. Okay. In the last month, how many times have you offered your services? Mm -hmm. Well, none, or maybe once or twice. How about the last two months? How many times have you given someone a chance to say no to you? Give them a chance to say yes to you once or twice. Well, you're not having a problem closing. You're not making enough offers. You're not giving anybody a chance to say yes or no to you. You know? Wow. I have um, an amazing wife. I've been blessed with an amazing wife, but I haven't been always been married. Okay. When I was in the army, I used to go to the club every weekend when I was in the army because I wanted to get my dance on. Yeah. I thought I was a good dancer. I thought I was good looking. And I, 18, 19, 20 year old Brian, I wanted to go to the club and I wanted to dance with the pretty lady, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty girl. And uh, it took me some time, but over time I figured out my numbers in the club. I figured there's no way four women in a row would say no to me. 
Uh-huh. Just never happens. So I would start off with the prettiest girl in the club yeah, to ask her to dance because she's got to say no. Okay, so that's one. And then the next one, no, not on this song. I was like, cool. I'm getting a third one. And then I would get hyped because I knew the fourth one always said yes. Yeah. So I just went through my first three not right nows. And I always got the four. And I always had a successful and fun time because I was willing to ask the fourth lady to dance with me. That is hilarious. So, so essentially, you've been you've been doing your own anecdotal study. You're like, I got it. At four, I got it. I've tested the waters. I know what works. That is really good. That's hilarious, man. Now, here's what you guys need to know. We need to conquer this. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they may not buy because they don't may not like me, or they spend so many times, brother Dexter. These entrepreneurs today, they need to hear what I'm about to say. Yeah. There are lots of reasons why people will do business with you. And there are a lot of reasons why they won't. But how much they like you is not one of the most important factors. Think about this. There's a lot of people that you like that you've never done business with. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people that like you and they've never done business with you. Right. There are seven reasons why people historically and enthusiastically want to give their money in exchange for something. And I'm, this is the kind of thing that people pay me a lot of money to teach them, mm-hmm. but I'm going to teach it to you for free. Wow. Right now. Ding, 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 okay. ding, ding. Oh my goodness. This is amazing that you need yeah. to know. Yeah. There's seven things. The first one is the word time. Time. People give their money to the person or the thing that they believe will help them to save some time or help them achieve a result faster with their help than without their help. Mm-hmm. If they want to learn how to make a dollar, okay, could they achieve that result of how to make a dollar faster with Dexter's help than without his help? Mm-hmm. If he's able to convey that if you have this money goal, if you let me help you, you'll be able to get to that place faster than you would have on your own, left to your own devices. Partnering with us, can you do it faster? Can you shortcut the time it takes to get this result? If you help people to lose weight, for example, mm-hmm. can they lose weight faster with your help than without your help? Mm-hmm. Can they get to that result faster? That's a reason why people want to give money to achieve a result faster, to save some time. And if you have something that will help people to save some time in their life, you should talk about how it helps them to achieve that result faster, how it saves them some time. That's number one. Okay. Faster. All right. Save them yes. some time. Okay. Great. Yes. If you got to be able to articulate how, it saves them some time. Right. Got Number it. two is the word money. Money, M-O-N-E-Y, money. <laughs> now, this happens in a few ways. People give their money enthusiastically to the person or the thing that they believe will help them to either save some money, earn more money, or both. Do you offer something that will help someone to save some money, earn more money, or both. A lot of times it's both. For example, I help people to learn how to sell better and I help them to save money, even though I charge them for my services, but I keep them from chasing shiny objects that don't work. Stop spending your money here, here, and here that don't work. And in your business, very likely, especially if you know they can achieve the result. If you know they'll achieve the result, you keep them from wasting money on things that are unproven or don't work. That's helping them save money. Yeah. Is there any potential with them to earn more money? If you have both, you should talk about it. Mm-hmm. This is how we help you to save some money and earn more money. 
Okay. That is a reason for someone to enthusiastically want to work with you. Time, money. The third one is the words good feelings. Mm -hmm. Good feelings. Yeah. People give their money to the person or the thing that they believe will help them, hear me clearly, help them to either feel better about themselves. Can you help them to feel better about themselves? Or can you help them to imagine others having a higher opinion of them? Mm. Wow. If you help someone to regain their ideal temple, regain their ideal body, they will like what they look, see when they're looking at themselves in the mirror, and they can imagine other people appreciating it as well. Wow. You know? Really good. Yep. <laughs> help them to feel better about themselves. Yeah. And the thing is, everybody's bullcrap meter is set on high, so you can't fake it. It has to be genuine. Everybody can tell if you don't really believe it. You can't fool anybody. So don't say anything that you don't genuinely believe. Right. Don't. You can't fool them. Nobody. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, so but words, can you help authentic. them to feel better about themselves? Yeah. Be authentic. You got to be authentic. 100%. And all That's of the time. Yeah. Okay. All yes. You know, you, pr you play the game the way you practice it. If you practice being authentic all the time, that's how you'll play the game, okay? Help them to feel better about themselves and help them to imagine a man buying a financial plan for his family. He did that because he believes as the head of the household, this is a responsible thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. And he also can imagine his wife and children later appreciating what dad did on their behalf. The 65-year-old man buying the red convertible sports car, he believes that he looks cool, driving it and he also believed that when you see him you're going to agree with him yes he looks cool <laughs> driving it okay yeah, that's good <laughs> time money good feelings mm -hmm. number four is solutions to a problem mm -hmm. solutions to a problem i'm not talking about all the ethereal and all the tangents i'm talking about the big obvious problem that's solved with you and what you offer the big obvious one okay what's the big obvious problem that's solved not uh if you help people to earn more money the problem is they're not earning enough doing what they're doing that's the big obvious problem right. and you show right. them how that big and obvious problem can be solved through you and your services can i get an amen <laughs> amen <laughs> Man, this, is, this is really good i hope you guys are look i'm just writing because i'm soaking this stuff in and brian for you to give us these tips the seven tips that you people pay you lots of money for this is mm -hmm. amazing. And it just goes to show how authentic you are. So I hope you guys are really paying attention because this is incredible information and you are in sales. You need to take mm -hmm. this information back to your organizations, whatever it might be, and put them in touch with Brian so he can come in and do some training. This is, this is, this is great. I lose yeah. nothing by blessing and I only gain. Okay. Yeah. I only gain. That's okay. Good. And when you drop a pebble in the pond, you don't know how far the ripples are going to go. I don't know, dropping this on you guys, I have no idea how far the ripples will go, but I know they're gonna go somewhere, okay? So <laughs> you, can, you can't drop a pebble in a, a still pond and nothing happens. No, man, that's, that's why we have to help wherever we can. Time, money, good feelings, solutions to a problem. Number four, five is good health, good. health. Is there any way that what you offer improves that person's health? Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes it's obvious, you're going, to, you're going to put better nutrients in their body, fitness. Sometimes it's very obvious, but sometimes it's not obvious how you improve their health. Here's another one that's not always obvious, but major. Can you help them to 
stress less? Can you help them to worry less? Mm -hmm. You have to imagine every single person that you offer your services to already has a very full plate. No one's just waiting for you to fill up space on their plate. They all have very full plates of all the places they have to go, all the things they have to do, all the people they have to take care of, all the stuff they have to do. They got a very full plate, everybody. And on top of all their very full plate, they have all their worries and all their concerns and all their stressors. Can you take away some of their stressors? Can you remove some of their worries? Can you help them to worry less? Can you help them to stress less? A lot of times it's just the two heads are better than one concept. Instead of them bearing the weight of that burden all alone, they can do it with the help of a coach. Mm -hmm. But can you help them to worry less? If you can, you should talk about that because that's a reason for them to enthusiastically give you money. Right. Okay? And, it, and it goes right back to what you were saying, uh, which was number uh, number three, the good feelings. Mm -hmm. yeah, that that that's incredible. Look, Brian, man, I got I got I got to stop it here for a second because okay, it's it's so amazing. I think our listeners, our watchers, are they are just taking notes. They're gonna hey, listen, go back watch this again and take notes. You want to get this information. So Brian, I think what we need to do, man, is we need to just do a hard stop and okay. let everybody take in this information. And hey, hey man, are you available to come back for a round two? How does that sound to you? I am, I yeah. am, yes sir. You've got, you've got two more to share. You've already given us five. <laughs> uh, yes. Those five combined with what you've already shared with us, I think is just loaded. So guys, this is what we're going to do. Brian, if you could, Go ahead and just let our listeners and watchers know uh, how can they make contact with you. And then we're going to invite them to come over to listen uh, to the second part of this podcast with the sales confidence coach, Mr. Brian McNeil. Tell them how they can reach you and all that kind of good stuff, because we need to get right into this stuff, man. It's great. There are a lot of ways to reach me, but I'm going to keep it very simple for you tonight. Just my website, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, the letter K, and M-C-N-E. ILL.com. Now, if you go to Brian K. McNeil with two L's.com, on there you'll be able to, uh, and this is what I think you should do, you'll be able to schedule a free selling yourself and your services consultation. Offer a free consultation. The consultation lasts about 15 to 20, 25 minutes, something like that. But I'll offer it to you. But you can schedule it from my website. You'll see all my books there. You'll see my testimonials there. I've got hundreds of testimonials. Okay, but just go, just that's the easiest way. I'm very active on social media. Yeah. I'm so old school. This ain't just cotton in my face. I'm so old school that I'll take a phone call. Okay, <laughs> but just go to the website, the easiest. Uh, I got you. All right, so guys, Brian said it. Go to Brian K. McNeil, 2Ls.com, and get uh, a free session, 15 to 20 minutes. He'll talk to you. He'll lead you in the right direction. So listen, guys, make sure you subscribe to the Upgraders podcast, Upgrade Your Life. You can find us uh, on Apple. Subscribe to this channel because we're going to give you some amazing information. Make sure you come back for round two with Mr. Brian K. McNeil. The Upgraders. The Upgraders.